Parsons you're listening to No Names All Game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of No Names All Game. Today is Tuesday, September 14th, as we're recording this, probably Thursday or Friday, September 16th or 17th, as you're listening to this, and we are here to preview the whiteout. Auburn coming to Penn State, number 22, taking on number 10, college game day. It is a huge ranked matchup and our chance to prove that we are a legitimate top 10 team. My name is Chris Hankin, joined as always by my co-host, Pat Colicchio. Pat, how are we feeling, baby? White out week. Oh, I'm feeling great. You still call me Coach Colicchio for this one? Coach Colicchio, yes. Same yes. Outfit. Absolutely. Uh, this is a got the headset travel. on, ready to go. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm excited, man. You know, it, it's crazy because I feel like most seasons we probably start 3-0, and but just because it didn't happen last year, I feel like it's been so long that I've been this excited through the, <laughs> this point of the season. I, I was, like, talking to myself. I was like, man, when's the last time we were, like, 3-0? and Like, probably two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and also, 3-0 and normally comes off of a couple of cupcake games and easing into the Big Ten schedule. That is the difference. Not, That's why I'm excited. It does not start with a road Wisconsin win and then, you know, an, a ranked SEC team coming come to town for the first regular season matchup between these two teams, I believe, in history. Um, the last time, last time these two teams met was in, I think, the 1980s. Um, in, in a, some sort of bowl game where Bo Nix's dad was actually the quarterback at uh, Auburn. That's the, the hot story going around on Twitter today. People are pulling up pictures and videos from that game. Um, the one that there's game. a lot on the line. There's a lot on the line. Um, Penn State opens up as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Who won that game back in the 80s, do you know? Oh, that was Penn State, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're hoping we're, – and, and Bo Nix's dad threw a couple of picks. We're hoping for a nice repeat. Um, picks next, baby. Nick Bo picks is basically what we call him. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Penn State opens this game as a seven and a half point favorite. It has been bet down to six. Uh, the over under stands at 53, which is basically what it opened at. So um, yeah, like I said, this, there's a lot on the line. This is, um, uh, you know, I think all, when I think of Auburn, I kind of think of them as like a similar program to us, you know, perennially stuck behind Alabama in the SEC and Georgia and some others, but like, they've been like a middle of the road team where they've, they've had success in the past. They've had some down years. Like I kind of think of them as similar to us. So they come into this season starting unranked. Um, they have two wins or two and zero against, um, notably poor, poor competition. They beat Akron, uh, 60 to nothing, something like that. And Alabama state 62 to nothing. Um, I don't know if it's been nothing, nothing, both games. I should probably look that up, but, um, what are your, what are your thoughts, feelings on Auburn as a whole? We'll get into the specifics here in a minute with, with our topics, but what are you, what are you thinking about this game as a whole? Yeah. I mean, I like that take that they're a similar program to us. Um, you know, they have years where they're a top five team. Um, they have years, there's been a year here or there where they're not even in the top 25, but mostly they are, you know, a top 15 program. The big difference is they have won a national championship in the recent past. Um, and I think they're just, man, this is a real question mark of a team, you know, like they weren't good last year, lost their, they got a new coach um, and they looked great through two games, but you don't know if that's because they are great or because the competition is really bad. So I'm, I just don't know what to expect. Is this a new Auburn? Is this a new Bo Nix? Or is this just, you know, he's playing Akron and Alabama State? 
Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. So it was 60 to 10 against Akron and 62 nothing against Alabama State. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, new head coach, you know, the Gus Malzahn era is done. Uh, this is year three of Bo Nix. Um, I think, uh, and when we do these comparisons of like, I think our programs are fairly similar. I think Bo Nix and Sean Clifford are kind of similar in a sense. Like Bo Nix came in with so much hype, but has been a bit underwhelming to say the least, I think. Um, and he's going to be, I think, uh, you know, the X factor coming into this game. Uh, we'll talk some stats in a little bit, but it's, it's, I agree. It's, it's a very much like, I feel good about it. First white out after the craziness that we had last year. I think that stadium is going to be absolutely rocking. Um, I don't think Auburn's ready for that. I think like teams that have not experienced it before just don't know how to handle it. Um, and I think with the way our team is playing, I think, I think we're locked in right now. So I feel good, but I'm nervous. This is similar to how I felt before Wisconsin. So uh, let's get into it. Our preview shows, if you haven't listened before, we look at what to watch for. Uh, don't be surprised if that's your bold prediction. A key to victory, the one thing that's going to put us over the top, and then a final score prediction. So we're going to start with a what to watch for. Pat, what do you got? Uh, what to watch for is the turnover battle, man. I think this is going to be big time. You've seen Sean Clifford has been, you know, a, I would say a game manager with upside thus far. Um, he's controlled the ball, no turnovers. I don't think Penn's have we turned no fumbles yet either. Right. We, I don't think we have turned the ball over at all yet. No fumbles have, lost. Yeah. We have forced a few. I'm liking that. Bo Nix traditionally not great on the road. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you give the specifics on that since <laughs> I know because of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, does, you know, does Penn State force more turnovers than they have? I think that's what, that's what we're looking for. If we play a yeah. clean game, I think we're sitting pretty. Yeah, and then in a game like this where, you know, it's less than a, a one-touchdown spread, um, and, you know, it, it's a minus-six game, and when you factor in the whiteout and the home field advantage, that probably accounts for three points or so. If this game was on a neutral site, it'd probably be a three-point, three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, so when you expect the game to be close, when you expect, you know, a battle back and forth between two good teams, yeah, it does come down to who's going to make less mistakes, who's going who's gonna, to, you know, get that extra random interception that swings the momentum and puts you over the top. So I, I like that. Um, my what to watch for, uh, I'm going something a little more specific for this game, did a little bit of research here. Um, I'm looking at the PSU run defense against Auburn's run game. Uh, we've heard all off season coming into the season that tank Bigsby is arguably the best running back in the country. Um, and, and he's, he's done well. Um, so looking at his stats from last year in 2020, uh, in a shortened season, he ran for 834 yards, six yards per carry and five touchdowns, uh, six yards per carry. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> you know, he is, he is fast. He is powerful. He, he's a good runner. Um, this year through two games, again, keep in mind level of competition. It's a little hard, uh, to, to tell, but through two games, 241 yards at 10 yards per carry and two touchdowns. Uh, Not their leading rusher, though. And then something else we're seeing is uh, Jarquez Hunter, uh, who is their leading rusher at 257 yards at 15 yards per carry. 15 yards per carry. And he doesn't have a ton of carries, but still, 15 yards per carry and two touchdowns. Um, They have a very strong rushing attack. Um, 
when you look at our rush defense through two games, uh, we knew Wisconsin was going to break off some big runs on us. Um, you know, we were hoping to keep Ball State in check. Uh, overall, we're giving up 124 yards per game uh, and just under three yards per carry. So I, I think it's kind of a good on good matchup where I do wish I do I do wish our run defense was a little bit stronger um, coming into a game like this where maybe not stronger but maybe had had a little bit more time to prepare. That's a better way to say it for a game like this. Uh, you know, with a lot of new pieces, I think we've seen some really good flashes in these first couple games from the guys that have come in: Arnold DiBichetti, uh, Tangelo, some of the other guys that have been playing on the defensive line and, and really stepped up. Um, so I'm excited about that matchup. I, I think I wish that we had a little bit more time, but with two really, really talented runners, um, I've been seeing a lot. I've been reading a lot like message boards and Twitter threads and whatnot. And what I'm seeing from Auburn fans, a lot of people are saying, you know, Bo Nix isn't going to win or lose this game for us. It's going to be the running game. Like they, their goal. And I think what they're going to try to do is establish that running game and, and beat us to death with it. Um, so I'm really watching for that and hoping that our, our, front seven can shut that down or at least contain it. Um, Cause again, when you have a guy as talented as tank Biz- Bigsby and, and now what we're seeing from Hunter, you might not be able to shut it down completely, but if we're able to at least contain it, um, I'll be happy with that. I like that. Full strength on strength matchup. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good matchup to watch. Um, don't be surprised if a bit of a bold prediction. What do you got, Pat? Don't be surprised if like what you just said about Auburn trying to win this game with the running game is exactly what Brent Pry is planning on. What, what do Brent Pry's defenses do, Chris? They bend, they don't break. You're goddamn right. <laughs> they bend, but they don't break. And so, you know, these guys can run down to the 20-yard line all they want, but if they keep coming away with field goals, I think Penn State's going to look pretty good. Okay. I think this okay. is going to be – I think Auburn will have – less than two touchdowns from the red zone. Two or less. I, should, I mean, two or less. Don't be surprised if Auburn has two or less touchdowns from the red zone. Okay. That's, it's interesting because I, I don't know how to take it because I, I, in one part of me says, like, if they're running down the field and they're running, 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 getting into the 20, they're just going to punch in it, right? What, like, yes, we've been, been don't break, but what then is going to stop us um, versus I, I like it when you get them down to the red zone, stuff them once or twice and force Knicks to do it. That's tough, man. That's tough. I, I don't know. <laughs> Playing that scenario in my head, it worries me a little bit. All right. Uh, my don't be surprised if I'm going to bring back an old favorite from, I don't think it was last season. I think it was two seasons ago. Basically, every single game I predicted that we were going to have a kick or punt return for a touchdown. Uh, we hardly ever did. I don't think we ever did, actually, when I predicted it uh, until Jahan Dotson broke one, uh, a punt return. So I'm not quite going to say we're going to have a, a touchdown. Um, but don't be surprised if we have a huge special teams play during this game. Um, I mentioned before, it's a wild environment. It's a tough battle with a good team. You're going to need a spark. You're going to need some of that momentum at some point to change the game, to change the script, to flip the momentum. Um, And I can see it coming from the special teams. Uh, We talked about how Jordan Stout has been great for us in punting. You know, is it, is it a time where, you know, he can pin them down at the one and bury them deep to really change the field position. Uh, Franklin has talked about how he wants, he wants punt coverage to give Jahan more of a chance to return punts because I think he's only had three so far, but he's, he's averaging, you know, I think less than three or four yards per return. Um, he, he hasn't had a chance to really break one yet. Um, I, I keep thinking back to, I think it was a couple of years ago, 
I want to say it was against the Michigan game. Uh, KJ Hamler, it was late in the game. Kickoff, uh, takes it from deep in the end zone. My, I think it was KJ, takes it from deep in the end zone, gets us like across the 50 when everyone was like, he probably should have just taken a knee. And like that completely flipped the script. It was like, all right, we have momentum. We have a chance. Let's go. Um, I think we're going to see something like that. Like these type of games, these whiteout games are primed for big moments, for big game-changing plays. And I think we're going to see one from the special teams this week. I like that. I like that a lot. Jahan Dotson, I want to see him get – kick return, like, it's tough because uh, I feel like especially in this day and age you see more touchbacks. I know we're used to that just because Jordan, Jordan Stout. But in general, I feel like there's not as many big kick returns in, just in general. Um, but I'm hoping – I'm hoping, secretly hoping we get a Jahan touchdown from a punt return. Yeah, I would like that. It'd be nice, right? All right. Uh, key to victory. What is going to be the thing that puts us over the top? All right, Chris. Stop me if you've heard this so far, this preview, but I think it's going to be the defense. I don't, want, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but, you know. Yep. Uh, I think our offense is good, not incredible. I think our defense can be really great. I mean, through two games, we've given up, what, three touchdowns? Yeah. Two touchdowns. No, two touchdowns. Two. Yeah. And one of those was in garbage time with second stringers. Our starting defense has given up one touchdown. Um, You know, we talked about Bo Nix, not great on the road in his career. He has, what, two interceptions at home in his career, and he has a 10 to 10 touchdown to interception ratio on the road. In the whiteout, under the lights, at Beaver Stadium – in the rowdiest, college, rowdiest environment he's ever been, I think it's on our defense to shut him down, to make him throw interceptions, to turn the ball over, to not respect the pass game at all to the point where their run game doesn't work as well. Yeah, yeah. Make their I pass completely game agree. so ineffective that we can just stack the box and stop the run. I completely agree. And I, I think – well, I completely agree in a sense, but actually I haven't flipped. Um, mine is shut down the run – to put the Auburn offense on Bo Nix's shoulder, force him to be the reason that, that, um, or force him to be the the thing that moves their offense. Because I don't, I don't expect a huge game from him. I just, I just don't. I know people are saying he's, he's gotten better over the years. Uh, Thomas Frank Carr uh, had a good video on uh, Blue White Illustrated, uh, kind of scouting him and has talked about some of the things that he's gotten better at over the years. Uh, some things that he can beat us with, um, you know, where he can extend plays, um, where he can hit some of that intermediate accuracy. Like, I, I'm not saying he's bad. I don't think he's bad. But I think if if you're able to shut down the run and force him to be great, I think I, I like our chances with our secondary and our pass coverage. So um, you mentioned before the tweet that went a little viral today uh, comes from Brad Powers, who's a college football guy, Twitter. Um, the splits, uh, the home, his home career, Bo Nix, 22 touchdowns to three interceptions uh, away is 10 to 10. So, yeah, you're going to bake in some cupcakes for that home, which pads the stats. But 10 to 10 is is really – Really not great. And then shout out to one of our followers uh, at Perkins Penguins. Uh, gave me a rundown of like his notable games on the road. Um, and that's that's where it gets even more interesting for me. So this is Bo Nix in big road games in his career. So this is at A&M, at Florida, at LSU, at Georgia, at South Carolina, and at Bama. So big SEC road games. His averages on those games, uh, just about 50% completion. Um, he had multiple games where he was at low forties, um, less than one touchdown per game. He averages less than one touchdown per game over those six 
six games. There were multiple games where he put up a goose egg. Uh, and then averages almost two interceptions per game. There were multiple games where he had three interceptions. So, again, could he improve? Could he be better? Of course. But this kid on the road under pressure has not looked great in the past. Now, no disrespect to any of those SEC stadiums. You're not a Beaver Stadium whiteout. You're not 107,000 people visibly shaking the earth beneath you while you're trying to get a pass off. So I think for me, contain the run and force him to be great rather than, you know, shut down the pass and, and then stack the box. I, I like it the other way. I'm good either way. Honestly, I think either way works, but I like it as can we, can we shut down Bigsby and Hunter early and force Bo Nix to be a hero because I don't think he will be. Agreed. Got a lot. You got a lot, a lot of commentary there. Agreed. Love it. Love I, it. I talk a lot. So I, I think we, I we gotta we gotta up the pass rush this game though. You know we touched yeah. on the last episode, all all that time ago. Um, that just you know, this can't be a one sack game, man. This can't be a game where we're not bringing pressure. And Brent Pry brings pressure. Yeah. So we yeah. we gotta start getting through there. Yeah, and I was watching that video, like I mentioned, uh, T. Frank for, for Blue White Illustrated um, did talk a lot about how, like, you know, this is a guy who who can evade pressure, make some plays with his run, uh, with his legs, and and you know, he's not a, he's not a crazy runner, but but even if you're getting the pressure, it can still kind of frustrate you a little bit. Um, so obviously, we needed to be there. Um, but but I just I like what our I like what our secondary's done so far. Um, I mentioned in our last episode, Daquan Hardy. I've loved what he's done in the star role. I think our safeties have been great. Jaquan Brisker didn't play a ton in the Ball State game, so he's going to be fresh. Um, you know, you know, we were able to rotate young guys, get them some more experience. So I, I think if our if our defense plays up to the level that they can play, we're going to be in good shape. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the offense, though, because we, we actually didn't cover the offense at all in any of our um, in any of our categories here. Um, I don't know really what to make of Auburn's defense. Through two games, they're I think they let up. It's something ridiculous, like twenty five yards rushing a game. Uh, and again, they haven't played anyone, but that's absurd. Um, what, what are you looking for from a game script out of Yersich here for for Clifford and this offense to to get them going and, and put the pressure on early? I mean, I think we. It's not like the key to victory. It's not like winning hinges on this, but just in general, man, we got to get the run game going. You know? Yeah. Like, I need Noah Kane to start getting some chunk plays. That's what I need in my life. Yeah. And when it comes, especially when it comes to these like big games, I don't see us having a lot of success unless our feature back can, you know, average close to five yards a carry. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. worried about most right now. I like that. I think that's fair assessment. Um, I think for me, it's, it's, I'm, I'm putting a lot on your for this game. Um, I think Wisconsin, we saw that first half we struggled mightily, right? We weren't getting anything going. And then he was able to make the adjustments at halftime. He was able to get Clifford more comfortable. He used the tempo. He got us moving big chunk plays. It was really exciting to see. Um, so I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see like, what can he do to get us get us moving off the bat, right? I know I know you're always going to have to make halftime adjustments in games like this. You're going to have to adjust. Things aren't going to work. I get that. But how well can he script those first couple of drives to make it easy for Cliff, to give him those short and intermediate completions, to get the running backs in space if we're not able to, you know, punch it up the gut? Um, 
we talked in the last episode of, of a lot of these plays have been screen plays. Get it, to, get it to your playmakers, you know, a yard or two over the line of scrimmage and let them do what they do. Um, I, I'm interested to see what your just game plan is those first two to three drives because I think that's going to be really tough. Um, are we comfortable? Are we moving the ball? Even, even if we don't score the first drive, are we moving the ball and are we making plays? Um, I think it's going to tell us a lot about it. So whole lot to take in. Um, like I said, this is Penn State minus six right now. Over under is at 53. So hit me with your final score prediction. You know what I'm doing, baby. Colloquial Classic. Yep. Penn State covers. Mm-hmm. It's the under. And I'm going to say it's going to be 24 to 10. Okay. 24 okay, 13. 24 13. Okay. Okay. Either way, significant, significant cover of the minus six. I like that. Um, I'm going to take the Hank and Hard line. I switched it up last week and I was right. The Calicchio Classic was right last week when you didn't take it. So let's make it sure everyone, is. everyone knows <laughs> that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Hank and Hard line. I got Penn State with the points and the over. I do think this is gonna be a, a higher scoring game. Like I know our defense has been good. I do think we can we can force Bo Nix to make some make some mistakes. Um, but it wouldn't shock me to see Tank Bigsby ru- run like a 40 yard touchdown. Like and it'll break my heart and it'll be frustrating and I'll throw something at the TV. But like if he has one of those plays per the game, hopefully it doesn't break us. Hopefully it doesn't kill us. But I could see it happening. Um, and for the record, I was very close on last week's prediction. I said 44-10, I think, and it was 44-13. Or no, I said 41-13, and it was 44-13. I was off by three points. Um, so I am going Penn State 34, Auburn 24. I think we do get one of those big plays towards the end of the game, whether it's something on special teams like I predicted or whether it's a timely interception that, that really seals it and we, we end up pulling away a little bit to win by 10. Um, but I think this is a battle, man. I, I don't think this is a crazy shootout necessarily. I don't think it's a low-scoring defensive battle, but I think it's back and forth where both teams are putting up decent amount of points. Penn State comes out on top, 34-24. I like it. Pat likes it. That, that's Honestly, the, line of the line of the episode. I like what, I, what I really need here is I need to see Sean Clifford be more than a game manager because, I mean, I don't know if we'll need it in this game. Maybe we can buy with, get by with him just being a game manager. Maybe our defense comes up big enough, gets a bunch of turnovers, and he can just, you know, not turn the ball over and we're good. But that's not going to get us through the whole season. And I think, you know, top 20 team uh, or top 25 team, and say what you want about who they played, man. You give up negative free rushing yards to a team. You got a good defense and you got a good run defense. So yeah. we, I don't think we can count on, like, jamming it down their throats. So I need Sean Clifford to show me something here. Like more than 250 yards passing and a couple of tutties. Yeah, and this is the game where some of those missed throws that we've talked about in previous episodes will burn you, right? In, in, in the Wisconsin game, he, he missed Jahan on one that could have, you know, could have put the game away and, and crushed us. In the Ball State game, he underthrew Jahan on a, you know, a seam down the middle or a post down the middle. Um, you know, if he leads him, that's a touchdown. These, these are going to be the games where – you can't give up those. You can't, you can't let Auburn get away with us missing a guy open down the field. So he's going to have to be good. He's going to have to be great. He's going to have to be, you know, a gunslinger. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else for this Auburn match? Where are you watching the game? I haven't decided. Oh, actually, I'm going to be in Buffalo. So, oh, again, yeah, we talked about that. fan base. 
Lay, lay something on me here. Tweet at us. Something. <laughs> Give me anything. Tell me where to go in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. If you have any recommendations for Pat in Buffalo, tweet them at us. Uh, I am actually going to be at a music festival in Chicago. Um, so I am going to be probably attempting to stream this on my phone in the middle of a field while I'm jamming out to some Taking Back Sunday or Andrew WK, uh, I believe are, are the bands on at the time. Um, I don't think I'm going to get service. I'm going to probably be trying to follow along my phone. I don't think I'll be live tweeting as much during this one, but uh, I will be, I will be keeping my eye on it. I will be rooting for our guys and I will probably rewatch the game multiple times afterwards. Um, I fly back late Monday. So we'll probably have another late episode next week, but we're here for you. We're getting better. We get better through the season, just like the team does. We'll, we'll get there eventually. I'll get back to putting the videos out. Life's been a little crazy lately. We'll, we'll get there. Um, but right now focuses on Auburn, Auburn. Auburn, Auburn, or as Franklin now says, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. Let's go 1-0 this week. We are.